This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the October 17th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to go over some preseason storylines. Kind of a common theme. Uh, we've been doing here. We'll mix in some draft value, talk some DFS, a little bit of everything. Just kind of takeaways from uh, quite a few games this weekend, more so than last weekend. We got a, a good feel. A lot of teams doing more of a dress rehearsal, and some teams totally shut it down. Toronto, <laughs> uh, the Cavs didn't even travel to Chicago uh, for, or most of the Cavs didn't travel. LeBron, Kyrie, Love, all those guys. Uh, that's just great. Uh, so we saw John Holland go off with uh, 23 points. So yeah, we'll just talk about that, kind of talk about things that are maybe a facade or anything along those lines, and just kind of run it on down game by game. Uh, Toronto, again, they played Buenos Aires with their backups, and yeah, it was the the it was on Fleet uh, <laughs> with how Fred Van Fleet did with a 31-5-5 game, just terrific. And the other takeaway, I think he made, I think he's going to make the roster. DeLon Wright is... Hurt still with the shoulder, looking at December, January, so they're going to need a third point guard to play some garbage time uh, with the Raptors behind Corey Joseph and Kyle Lowry, whose minutes should go down. We also saw Norman Powell step up. Good to see. Hasn't been too impressive. It's been more Terrence Ross buzz before he got hurt. He's got a minor knee tweak, but he should be all good. So, uh, yeah, you're not really going to want to draft Norm. He went pretty late in the 30-man draft, and I'll, I'll tie in some guys that I took in, in that one. Um, yeah, so, so not, not too much to talk about in that game. Uh, another uh, good game that we saw a lot of the starters play was Indiana versus Orlando, and the big game here comes from my boy, uh, who I somehow got at 59 in the 30-man league. Miles Turner, I love Miles Turner, and he showed why on Friday with that 17.6 rebound, three block, one steal, one three, good percentages, didn't make his free throws though, two of four, so I love Miles Turner, and every mock I do, I wind up taking him fourth, fifth round, um, I, I just, I can't get enough of him, and another, in another league I did with the, in this league guys, someone sniped me hard, uh, I needed, I went big, big in the first round in a 14 team, and the second team, second round. And so I had to take deloading uh, D with uh, the 13th pick in the third round. And then the guy behind me, I don't even know who he is. He, uh, he uh, Maybe he follows me. If you do, I'm mad at you for, for taking Miles Turner uh, with the first pick of the fourth round. I, I thought I was going to get him. But, hey, we're here. And the guy took a sign white side, too. So I was like, all right, what are you doing? You got enough blocks? You don't, you don't need to double dip on, on Miles. It's superfluous. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, Turner's the big takeaway. Um, yeah, this this offense is running up and down, so uh, Monte Ellis played well. I still don't want to draft him. Thaddeus Young's taking threes. That's worth noting. Not a great three-point shooter. So I think I think Young's kind of sneaky. I don't, I don't really trust him. He played 35 minutes. So did Monte played 36. Monte is just so durable, which, which is funny for a guy who... The moped Monta, you thought that his durability would fall apart, but that's not the case. He's been good. So moving on to Orlando. Aaron Gordon didn't have the strongest weekend. Uh, he had a bad game yesterday on Sunday, 
But then a fifteen pointer and six rebounds on Friday, pretty pretty solid. And yeah, it's all upside. He's a great upside pick, like six six seventh eighth round, depending on how deep your league is. Um, ESPN has him way down there. I think at like a hundred two. And yeah, if you do an ESPN league where people aren't too into Roto World or anything like that, you should you could clean up, man. You could get him by like ninety maybe, or maybe maybe be a little earlier at eighty five ish. And Avery Bradley too is another guy I just see sliding. We'll get to him in a second. I love that guy. But yeah, Serge Ibaka, too, was another, was one of the big lines of the night, 19 and 17. He looks like he's going to have a pretty big season over for those guys. Moving on, Cleveland-Orlando, just quickly on this one. Uh, yeah, everyone sat again, so it was it was a pretty meaningless game. Uh, we'll look at uh, Kay Felder. Looks like he's going to get the job, backup job. Uh, he's played pretty well. He had a 14-point and 7-dime game. I like him. Uh, Jordan McRae got a buzz kill with the J.R. Smith signing, so he's questionable to be in the rotation. Um, Markel Brown hurt his chances for a roster spot, but obviously no real big takeaways here. Taj Gibson's playing way too well right now, and Miritich, who's been sliding. Uh, Matt Strope took him, well, I want to say, um, at like a 117, I think, which is pretty good value there. I mean, after 100... I'm cool with that, but he's looking bad. A, a guy who had a lot of hype coming in, great fit, all those non-three-point shooters, do you think they would help him out uh, for a guy who would be in the first unit and shoot? But yeah, if he's in the second unit, it's not as important for him to keep chucking. They got McDermott, so yeah, it's a little worrisome for me. And they did pick up Michael Carter-Williams, who should help Meritage if they are in the second unit, and I think that's the thinking. They, they like a pick-and-pop guy. We know, we know MCW can drive a little bit. Get his steals. He's not going to be shooting a lot, so uh, I'm still not drafting MCW. He's going to be behind Rondo, who is going to play more minutes, I think, than Del Vadova, at least before the trade. Now, um, Del Vadova looks good. Get to him in a second uh, as a late pick. But yeah, Rolo good. Not, not, nothing much here going on with that game. Miami and San Antonio. Uh, Tyler Johnson looks good. And ever since he's come back from injury, he's caught my eye. And these, I, I always say like the Brandon Knight kind of role. Um, that's kind of a, a trendy thing. Him, uh, Seth Curry, Dan, uh, CJ McCollum would have had this kind of role before they thrust him into the starting lineup. I love guys like that, man. Uh, leaves a lot of potential for a lot of stats. He should still get minutes in the t- uh, upper 20s. That's good, man. If you're going to handle the ball and run point for... 13 to 14 minutes, and then get another 13, 14 minutes on top of that at the two guard. That's solid, man. I mean, so your per minute numbers are going to be better at the point for both DFS and for for season long kind of leagues. So I think Tyler Johnson has really become, I guess, the new Seth Curry. Uh, I was taking Seth Curry before most people, and now I, I you got to reach a little bit earlier for him. So uh, I think Tyler Johnson is the new guy that I'm I'm hip to drafting. I, I get him a lot in the last round. Um, yeah, he looks good. Looks really good. They obviously paid him. I don't think Deion Waiters is really reliable. So, yeah, uh, again, great flyer. Uh, the the Derek Williams versus James Johnson position battle is something to watch. Uh, James Johnson's played pretty well. Derek Williams has taken a lot of shots. Uh, I would take D. Will for the upside. Although we've seen James Johnson go off. Um, he's had you know the five by five ish kind of games. He's pretty good with steals and blocks. So definitely kind of a 20-team kind of a guy I would keep an eye on there. And Derek Williams, probably like 14, 15. Justice Winslow has been better, had a good game on Friday. So uh, more of a late rounder. He's going a little early for my liking for what I've seen on him. 
Uh, moving to the Spurs, I mean, nothing really to talk about. Kawhi Leonard had a bad game. Pau Gasol looks, looks solid. Danny Green's missing open threes again. <laughs> but I still like Danny Green as a uh, late-round pick. Uh, but yeah, Spurs, you guys know the drill with Spurs. There's really no one to, to focus on. Kyle Anderson's been really disappointing for me. Uh, so yeah. So one of the best games of the weekend had to be Golden State at Denver for one particular reason. And I love this guy. <laughs> was my right my write-up for him on the, uh, the abusing, abusing the default. Pat McCaw, I, I love this guy. <laughs> like, he is so fun, so rangy. Ugh, just, you want to... Just want to draft him in the first round, um, but yeah, eighteen points, six rebounds, two assists. He had four threes. He had a game tying three, and then a game winning two. I mean, it was just the Pat McCall night for one of the most impressive showings of the preseason. And yeah, they played back to back. I mean, this, this these guys are just too good, huh? I mean, Durant is just wide open all the time. Curry. Same thing. Um, Curry's assists haven't come up too much. Draymond Green's been quiet. He got the night off on Saturday, and he was quiet for the Friday game. Only two points, only three assists. He's not shooting the ball well, so I'm, I'm not panicking on Draymond. And if you listen to the Warrior Pod with Samus Fondiari, he was more concerned about Draymond than I was. So uh, I'm starting to lean on Sam there. Uh, Clay Thompson, wide open. He just gets the ball out so fast, huh? just catch and shoot, gone. So I'm a, I'm a little I haven't drafted Draymond I don't think at all in all the mocks I've been doing I tend to go for like a guy like Millsap goes in the same range Boogie Cousins goes in the same range uh, I mean Whiteside and there's other bigs that you're gonna want to get so I I probably would call Draymond a third rounder now um, early third uh, where I just after those bigs kind of come off the board just some other names that I I would take over him would be uh, I would take Aldrich uh, over him. Porzingis is close. I would still go slight edge Draymond, but yeah, Draymond's a little, a little fall for him. Um, the upside obviously isn't nearly what it was last year, so you kind of hate to see guys get capped on upside. So Nikola Jokic has been hardcore overshadowed by Joseph Nurkic, but uh, Jokic had a good game. They played two, so we'll kind of just pair that one together uh, on the Sunday game. And then the last Friday game was... Another good one, and it was the Marquise Chris show, huh? Uh, he just one of the best stat lines of, of the whole preseason, right? Uh, 17 points, just he's doing a really good job with Brandon Knight. Uh, I love to see their pick and roll. He's shooting the ball well. The guy has a really nice shooting touch. Um, yeah, just he also had four blocks, two steals, six rebounds, three threes. I mean, that's a line right there. So he's earning minutes, and I still can't draft him. Because they're going to start Jared Dudley. But the position flexibility is huge, too. Uh, they played him pretty much straight center. Uh, him and Alan Williams was out there. I want to say 30 minutes were, were at center for Chris. And in the Phoenix offense, man, in, in their second unit with Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight's a hot topic, huh? Um, yeah. So Chris, again, more of like a 16-team kind of a guy just fly or see what happens but you're gonna have to stash him they're gonna play jared dudley probably 25 27 minutes or so so that's coming off the chris kitty uh dragon benders played a little bit better um solid rebounder but he's a project man uh, it's gonna be a couple years before he's good so i would easily take chris multiple rounds before if you're doing a super deep draft harry b uh not good uh, b is for bad can't draft him right now uh, I mean yeah if he falls to like 110 but uh, I was thinking about taking him like 75 ish but I can't do it anymore he's just he's just 
been terrible. Uh, I like what Dwight Powell's doing. I drafted Dwight Powell uh, in the 30-man. Uh, it's like pick 240, something along those lines. Um, he's going to play two positions. You want guys off the bench to play two positions. And he's going to play some a lot of five. He's going to play a lot of four. He's got two old guys in front of him. Uh, they pimped him. They signed him. Uh, Dwight Powell's a, a really nice late flyer. Uh, Darren Williams is playing well. Wesley Matthews is... Off to a rough start again, but you're cool. I mean, Wes Matthews is a solid guy to grab uh, towards the tail end. Wouldn't reach for him, no. Um, yeah, that so that game was awesome. Moving to the Saturday games. I'll just kind of go through this one. Uh, the, the Kings started Scalabissier, and he kind of got pulled a little bit. Didn't look comfortable. Willie Colley-Stein got to start. Keep in mind, this game was at UK University, Kentucky. So that was a factor. Obviously, Colley-Stein's a... Wildcat, so Boogie, Scal, they, they went through Wildcats in the starting lineup versus John Wall, Wildcat. Um, but yeah, Andrew Nicholson played well, so we saw the injury to Jan Mayahimi. So that's going to leave a lot of minutes open at the 5. They don't want to play Gortat 36 minutes, so it's going to be guys like Nicholson. I mean, we may see Markeith at the 5. We saw the Suns do that quite a bit, and... Yeah, it's it's up for grabs. So that's good for Nicholson. You can't draft him, obviously, in really any league. But we've seen this guy go off. So it's going to be between him, Johnny O'Brien. Maybe somebody else will come around. Maybe they sign someone. Josh Smith, what? Uh, so keep in mind for him. Um, Kelly Oubre played pretty well. We saw uh, Otto Porter bruise his ribs in a collision with Joel Embiid. So, yeah. Uh, can't draft Ubre. I'm still stealing Porter, man. I got Porter at 122 in the 30 man all day, man. I will, uh, I will take that all day. Uh, just nice upside, man. Not a good score. If, if you go with scores early, so Westbrook, Durant, and you just don't have the across the board guys like kind of a anti Millsap. You know, you you just boogie cousins. Uh, uh, Porter's a great guy to have. Uh, so yeah, just let him fall. Pick him up around 110, 100. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm not too panicked about Kelly Oubre. They're going to need Porter to play more four as well with the Nicholson injury and guys sliding up a position to play the five. So Porter looks good to me. Uh, other Kings, Ben McLemore has been, been pretty bad. Um, we know that. He's fighting for a rotation spot. Omri Caspi played well. Yeah, keep an eye on Kelly Stein. Again, not a guy you want to be bullish on drafting. I would let him go undrafted. Um, just not enough upside. They're clearly more invested uh, on him as a backup kind of a center. Uh, and Costa Kufas has lost some weight. He's played pretty well this preseason. Uh, so other Saturday here, it was the Joel Embiid show. What he's got like a 37.6 usage rate in the preseason. It's just absurd how much usage that guy's getting. They're leaning on him. And the big news from him was, hey, dropping back-to-backs? What? Uh, so that puts him as, uh, depending on how competitive your league is and who's there, He's on the board for like a ninth, 10th rounder now in the 12-man. Uh, maybe even earlier if you really missed out on your bigs. But yeah, I'm fully invested in the process. I uh, bought a Joel Embiid jersey t-shirt. Uh, talked about the jersey uh, that I'm po- possibly getting. The the process jersey with the 21. Yeah, Covington has been quiet, by the way. Dario Saric, who I also got in the 30-man. I uh, love him. Uh, he looks really good. Uh, just kind of been slow. He's had a... A little bit of a hiccup with his leg, so we'll see how he adapts to the NBA. He's going to probably be a slow starter, but I'm cool with that. Obviously, Ben Simmons is in no rush to come back. Could even be out for the season. Pistons, I love Tobias Harris. Another guy who just goes unnoticed. I think that 
Van Gundy's going to maximize him. Uh, a wonderful pick in like sixth, seventh round. He falls hard, uh, and he's he's. I think he's going to be more of a. Um, we'll call it a top fifty guy, maybe even top forty. Uh, he should be solid. Uh, Ish Smith look, looking a little bit better, shooting the ball better, so he's he's looking uh, like a, a solid last pick to fill in if you get some injury guys. Um, obviously Jackson Hayward. Drew Holiday. If you draft Drew Holiday, picking up Ish Smith is a really nice add. I would rather have Tim Frazier over Ish, uh, just because there's a little bit more uncertainty there. But I think Ish is safer if, if you just want to go, eh, I'll go the safe guy. But Frazier's, Frazier's my boy. I love him. Uh, Boston. Again, every Bradley falls. He's Why does he keep falling? I, I see him fall every draft. He went so, so late in the 30-man, and... Yeah, uh, just a, 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 he's going to be good. He's crossing over more, doing more on-ball stuff. Yeah, he's a kind of a reason why I'm not. I haven't really drafted Isaiah Thomas. I think Avery Bradley's going to score more. Horford is is fine. So yeah, uh, uh, the Knicks. Not much else really going on with the Knicks. Uh, I like Melo too. He's getting more open threes. He's usually hanging around like 45 percent on his open threes in the past three seasons or so. So he, he's going to be good. Porzingis had a little groin tweak, uh, which was a problem two summers ago. He had all these like hip, thigh, all these low, uh, upper leg injuries. So that's a little concerning. Um, I still think he's a fine third rounder. Like I said, he's kind of in that Draymond Green mix in that neighborhood. Uh, other than that, Joakim Noah made his debut. He looks all right. Yeah, so move on. we'll kind of move through these a little quicker. Houston. This one's interesting. Uh, very, very interesting if you're going deep leagues. And it involves, again, their second unit and possibly first unit because Montres Harrell looks like he is going to get minutes. Uh, he had a big, big Saturday game, 20-10, and 10, three blocks of steal. We know Mike D'Antoni. He is fully fine with going with undersized fives. Quinn Capella has been terrible. Uh, yeah, he, he can protect the rim. Capella's minutes are falling down, though, man. So they're not going to want to play Capella in crunch time, I don't think. Uh, they probably want to go with Nene, so that takes Capella kind of off the board. Um, and then Harrell is a you know deep twenty man flyer. See what happens. Obviously, the D'Antoni attractions there. I mean, rolling the dice on Rockets late. There's nothing wrong with that. With the way Mad Scientist D'Antoni comes around, I think the KJ McDaniel's train has cooled off. Meanwhile, the Sam Decker train is rolling. Man, another good game from him. I like him, man. I'm really. Great style of play, slasher, can play some four, can shoot the three. Uh, I like his backdoor cutting looks pretty good. Just a, a gritty kind of a guy. And if you can play power forward in D'Antoni's system, man, you're looking good. So Decker's kind of like the kind of like an Ariza, you know, a little size to him. Uh, so yeah, he'll play some four. Still like Ariza. Ariza's been quiet, and it's caused him to slide a little. So yeah, you could probably get Ariza in like round six, and that's a steal. I uh, love him. Ryan Anderson's been quiet. Uh, Steve Dr. A, he reached on uh, Ryan Anderson in the 30 man. Uh, I want to say like 40 or something. And I was like, all right, that's a little bold. Took him over my boy Miles Turner, which I was happy happy with uh, to get Miles, obviously, at 59. But yeah, keep an eye on these guys, man. Uh, the big news on Saturday probably was the Marcus Saul scare. Um, had a foot injury, right foot injury. Had to take his shoe off, went to the locker room, but it's all good, baby, baby, as he tweeted. Afterwards, so totally downplayed it. I'm still scared to draft him. I can't do it. I can't do it in round four or five anymore with the guys that are falling. Like I would obviously rather have Turner. I'd rather have Ibaka, obviously. 
Um, I mean, Kevin Love, uh, just a lot of other, obviously, I would take Tobias Harris over him. Uh, I would take Vooch over him, Pal Gasol. I mean, there's a lot of other guys that I would take over Mark right now. I'm just a little scared, even though his upside's arguably higher. Jermichael Green was a big one, too. Uh, he's playing well. Uh, I think he's kind of earned that last pick flyer if he didn't draft a kind of a three-point shooting big man. They clearly want him to shoot it in David Fisdale's system. So he's he helped himself a lot in the preseason, a guy who was more of kind of a 16-team or two. Now I think he's in the 12-team mix. So Chicago and my, uh, Milwaukee played, and then they made a trade after. We talked about MCW, but Tony Snell's interesting to me. They really, really, really need another wing out there. Richard Vaughn is not working, and he's hurt. Malcolm Brogdon's playing more point guard, so they, they need depth there. Um, they're playing Jabari at the three. They're playing Giannis at the one, two, three, four, five. I mean, they're playing Giannis everywhere, but they do need some depth. So uh, Snell fits the bill. He's a, again not a guy you're going to want to draft, but a guy you're going to keep an eye on. You know, throw him on your watch list. Um, I think he's he's helped himself tremendously in a new spot. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then Del Vadova is a big winner from the weekend with no more MCW. I think that Del Vadova is looking at like 33, 34 minutes. Uh, his assists are up, leads the team on assists. He's taken a lot of threes. He's tied. and uh, He leads actually in three-pointers per game, uh, barely over Mirza Toledovic. So yeah, great spot for Del Vadova. The team grit, he's going to have a low usage rate, but you're cool, man. I mean, that's that's fine. You get If he gives you six, seven assists and he's giving you a steal and a half and a three and a half, and if he could hit 45%, then, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty solid. So other Bulls, they, they set everyone. And Toledovic, or, uh, Miritich, he was pretty good, 14 points. Uh, so, But, again, he's losing steam. Doug McDermott played well. Um, Paul Zipster had a, a big game on Friday. So, yeah, kind of didn't kind of disappointed on Saturday. But the guy looks pretty good. I like him. Then we had a fun game in Vegas on Saturday with, Golden State just going to town in the first half, and then uh, the Lakers played. Um, Lakers were a little disappointing. D loading finally had a bad game, right? Eight points, five assists. I like to see the assist though. His assists have been solid, uh, so he's rock solid fourth rounder, man. All day I uh, took him in that fourteen teamer, thirteen pick in the third round. Uh, all day, I mean, he was a no brainer pick for me. Um, so yeah, I I'll take him at. 35. If I, if I really hated my point guards and the point guards get you know killed, pretty much him and Turner after 35, 36, 40, those are probably the two highest upside guys you're gonna find. Um, just huge, huge roles for them. I mean that they're gonna be basically the the future, right? Miles um, Turner's probably be number two option in in Indiana. It's gonna be really, really good. So other Lakers, we saw Jordan Clarkson start, and Walton has been kind of praising him as a bench guy, but he talked about starting slow, so I think that the Clarkson off the bench thing is kind of cool in a little bit. I still think he's going to come off the bench, which is good. Again, this is the old Brandon Knight thing, right? So yeah, take Clarkson confidently. He's getting probably around 80-85. I think he'd be good there. So moving on to Sunday, if you watched Hoops, and didn't have Antonio Brown kill you in fantasy football, uh, you may have saw Paul Millsap go crazy. 19 points, 9 boards, 7 assists, 2 threes. Schroeder didn't play, so you knew that Millsap was going to have more stuff go through him. Dude, he's going to be good, man. And he that little knee scare, he's sliding, man. I've seen him slide to like 20, 25 sometimes in, in 
Uh, eight cat leagues all day, man. I took him at 13 in that 14 man league. I I like Millsap. I don't know why he falls a little bit. Uh, I think he's still a first rounder. I mean, we had him before the knee scare. He was going. We had him around I think eight overall, and now he's sliding to like at that. So you, where you got him, if you're in a 12 man, you had to pick him on the front end of the turn coming up, but now you can pick him on the back end. So maybe you can go Giannis and Millsap. That's just a great way to start. Uh, and then, yeah, go Miles Turner, deloading 3-4, and you got yourself a pretty well-rounded team, pick up some wings. Kind of a draft thing I've noticed, too. Wait on wings. Uh, obviously, the elites, the Kawhis, the Giannis's. But if you're sitting there in the middle of a draft, and you're looking at, like, uh, even deloading or Batum, give me give me loading, man. That's D'Angelo Russell. Uh, just, there's so many good wings to get late. Like, Otto Porter, like I was saying, he falls hard. Uh, you could you could pick him up late. Um, I mean, there's there's a, there's so many guys, too many to even name. Um, but yeah, so moving on to the Orlando side, Fournier went went off, 22 points, three threes in 35 minutes. He's he's going to be a steal, uh, very underrated. Uh, Alfred Payton played played pretty well, uh, 14 and five and five for him. Made two threes as well. That's big. If he can make some threes, that'll kind of keep DJ Augustine at bay. We know Vogel will want to work in some threes, especially with the way that they're going to have kind of three non-shooting bigs up front. Obviously, Ibaka can shoot a little bit. Um, and then also, Vucevic has had, added some range, too. He's taken more three-pointers. So, something to watch on that one. Uh, Minnesota, we saw Nemanja Bielitsa getting run, man. Tibbs love Bielitsa, like, way too much. And I've said, the, said this before. I still like Jang, but I'm just... And I would about... A month and a half ago, I would have been more aggressive on him. Just can't do it, man. Uh, I, there's just too much buzz on Bielitsa, and everything that the Wolves people are saying is kind of pimping him a little bit. And yeah, just he, he play. He's getting a lot of shots. He was only three of twelve, uh, and his defense looks better too. So bad game, but good opportunity. I actually, just drafted him in the thirty man. I think at like two seventy five, something along those lines. Like way, way late. Surprised he was still there. Uh, Chris Dunn not shooting the ball well, which we knew. Uh, a guy who can't be too aggressive on again. Uh, like I'd, I probably would take Tim Frazier uh, over Dunn. But yeah, I'm a little scared to draft Dunn. I do think he's going to get minutes. Um, Tyus Jones has been kind of bumped. Uh, they're playing Brandon Rush over Tyus Jones. Uh, they're kind of Tibbs' rotation has been pretty straight, where he'll go uh, like the Brandon Knight rule wouldn't exist with Tibbs. He has pretty much just everyone playing one position, which which is kind of bad. We kind of like the more positions for backups in fantasy, like I was saying with Dwight. So yeah, nothing too much there. Russell Westbrook's pretty good, 26 and 10 dimes from him. What else is there to say? He's pretty much solidified himself as the number two or three pick. Uh, I was a little bit more scared on Westbrook earlier in, in the fall, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of warming up to him more because of the Golden State boys, Durant and Curry, uh, their minutes are going to drop. They are going to stagger Durant. So I still think those guys are top four. But I think Westbrook has kind of made a pretty strong case for number two now. But yeah, I, I can go either way. I would, I, would, uh, I would much rather have Harden. Harden for me has is, is just been amazing. <laughs> so last game here, we talked about the Nuggets for a brief moment. Joseph Nurkic finally cooling off. Maybe you don't have to take him at 50 anymore. Uh, but he's down at, I think, 140 on ESPN. That's just crazy talk, man. Just once it hits 100, go time. Get, get you some Nurk alert. Um, Nikola Jokic hasn't played too well in the preseason, but he's still 
rock solid third rounder. I would still take him over a guy like Miles Turner, who I really like. I love going. I mean, got like CP three too is, is another guy that I like. Um, and is a good first rounder. I mean, there's just all the, there's so many bigs to get late, like Nurk, Miles Turner. You can get Jonas Valanciunas pretty late. Yeah, just uh, but yeah, Nurk is still rock solid. So is Jokic. Uh, Wilson Chandler played really well, and he's sneaky, man. Uh, Malone likes him. I uh, said said it's great to have him there. It's kind of like a gift. He was hurt all of last year. He's hurt a lot. Not a guy I would draft, but a guy if Gallo gets hurt, he'd be a really hot pickup. Uh, and then Gallinelli got the night off. Moutier's been dinged up. And then also another takeaway from the weekend is Jamal Murray's playing really well again. Uh, a slow start. He, he's creeping onto the standard roster mix. I can't do it yet because I, I love Gary Harris, and Gary Harris being hurt has helped propel Murray. But he's playing some solid backup point guard. And if he can do that, hey, Brandon Knight roll. <laughs> you can see Murray get in there and get... 22 minutes and if he can be point guard for 15 uh, or even 13 12 that's solid i mean that's gonna put him on on the on the fringe if he can make shots and we know he's a good three-point shooter and his steals i think is uh it's gonna be a beneficial kind of a system with the nuggets and malone so murray is a, a guy to watch and a guy who more watch list but he's he's i mean if you want to roll the dice on him i think he's kind of become a top five top six rookie uh, a guy that just is earning minutes that's positive for a guy they really, really like. I mean, when they had Gary Harris and you draft Jamal Murray, that just shows you how much they like him. When they were rock solid at shooting guard, they had some depth there, and they have depth everywhere. I mean, the Nuggets are unreal. But, yeah, again, Jamal Murray solid. Trailblazers, Dame's been cool, and Dame has been sliding a little bit. He used to go probably 9-10. Now he's going 11-12. People are... Taking Whiteside over him now, who looks looks like a legit call. Um, Whiteside looks awesome. But yeah, I, I'm not worried about Dame. He's going to play off the ball more. So I think we may see his assist dip, and maybe he'll be more scoring. Um, you're not. You're pretty much taking Dame for scoring anyways. You're not. I mean, obviously the assists are there. But he'll be right there at the 25 points. I think he'll have a tough time hitting those seven dimes from last year. You're probably looking at maybe five and a half. Um, and then hopefully he can crack 1.0 steals again. Uh, that would help. He was only 0.9, and then only making 41.9% from the field hurt his value a lot. Uh, CJ's been pretty good. A guy that you, you could steal last year, but this year you really can't. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I I would probably... T- he's, I think he would still have to take him over D'Angelo. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's tough, man. It's tough to draft CJ where he was going. What, fifth, sixth, seventh round last year, and now you got to take him in the third. That's, that's, that's tough. Um... That's what happens when you break out, right? But yeah, I mean, I would probably rather have. Like, actually, looking at the rankings here, I have McCollum one spot ahead of Russell. So that kind of just shows you how much I, I love Russell. Just a massive upside. And then Turner one spot ahead of him, too. So yeah, lo- love those guys. All right, let's do it. Hey, let's wrap that up. 30 minutes. Uh, still got my 30 man draft. And I do have to add, we. It looks like we're going to change a rule during the draft. Don't do that, guys. Don't change your draft. Don't change your rules mid-draft. Like that's unacceptable. Um, and myself and Rick Kamla, we are. Everyone else seems to be kind of okay with it, but I'm not okay with it, man. And the rule changes isn't a big deal, but doing it during the middle of the draft is, is just not cool. Just do it next year, right? 
Um, if, if it was that bad of a, 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 tr a rule, then we should have changed it before. <laughs> so just want to say that again, don't change your rules mid-draft or even like once the league's together. Talk about it the season before. Um, really important there. And then one last plug, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen my abusing the default rankings, hit up Roto World. Uh, everyone, I've got some great feedback on that. Really appreciate that. Um, I, I'm working on Yahoo right now for either Tuesday or Thursday. Or Wednesday, so that'll be up soon. But if you have a Yahoo draft until then, definitely bang it there. You can see who my favorite guys are just by looking, just by kind of going off that. I wrote a quick little line for each guy, why I have them high or low or whatever. And then if, yeah, just a ton of guys to, to pick in the last couple of rounds as well. I pretty much went through all 800 picks uh, on ESPN. Some guy, Del Vadova, didn't have any projections yet. I'm sure that's probably changed. So. Yeah, Dova Dova, man. Big winner from the weekend. Uh, I'm sure if you follow a snotty dripping, uh, he, he's probably not on. Uh, meant to have him on a pod, actually. Um, yeah, to talk about some Dova Dova. But yeah, let's get out of here on that. You guys enjoy your week, and I am going to Monday Night Football for, for Jets Cardinals. So pumped for that. Good to see my Jets for the first time in a really, really long time. So you guys have a great week. Happy drafting. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.